0: This is Safe Zone, the podcast by OHS Canada, the national occupational health and safety magazine published by Annex Business Media. You've tuned in to hear conversations with Canadian safety professionals on the latest in OHS trends and research. Hello, and welcome to Safe Zone. I'm your host, Marcel Vandereer, editor of OHS Canada. I'm joined in Toronto today by Tony Guarino, a PPE expert with Levitt Safety in Oakville, Ontario. Welcome, Tony, and thank you for taking some time during this busy season to join us. Thanks for having me, Marcel. Today, we'll be chatting about the N95 mask. As the COVID-19 pandemic begins to drag on, the demand for personal protective equipment is only rising. Healthcare organizations across North America are scrambling for safety gear, such as the N95 mask and companies are responding in a variety of ways to assist. Tony, let's start with the basics. Can you tell me what exactly an N95 mask is and why they are in such high demand right now?
1: Uh, Yeah, so what people commonly referred to as an N95 is a disposable respirator um, that's NIOSH approved and has a filter capability of N95. And and what that indicates, uh, the N95 is that it's Uh, designed to filter out non-oil-based particles and is 95% efficient. Uh, So it's a disposable, tight-fitting respirator, also referred to as a filtering facepiece. They're commonly used in healthcare because for infectious disease, for filtering out things like tuberculosis or, or other small infectious disease, And and being disposable, they work well for these infection control reasons because they can just be disposed of after the use and they don't have to worry about cleaning it or decontaminating it. Right now with the COVID-19 outbreak, these are being used in healthcare for various procedures uh, and for protecting the healthcare workers against this infectious disease. And, And we're seeing sort of an unprecedented demand for these masks. This type of uh, you know outbreak has gone on for a number of months now. And also, it's a situation where it's a, it's a global um, outbreak. So it's not just affecting one particular region. So we have multiple regions looking for the same piece of equipment all at the same time. And so that's what's really adding to the demand right
0: now. Tony, why are N95s so popular as opposed to other masks? In
1: healthcare, N95s are, are really used because they're disposable. So they work very well for their purposes for, you know, going into an isolation room. For example, uh, when they leave that isolation room or before they see the next patient, they take that mask off, throw it away, and then they can take a new one. Other types of masks would be something like a reusable respirator. And and with that, they would require cleaning or decontaminating when they went from one patient to the next.
0: Are there alternatives to N95 masks? uh, And what are they?
1: So this has come up quite a bit uh, recently. Due to the large demand of N95 masks, it's really caused uh, shortages. So we've had to look to you know other disposable respirators um, that are comparable to N95s that maybe meet other approval agencies from around the world, for example, KN95. And so what a KN95 is, is basically it's, a, it's another disposable respirator similar to an N95, but it meets another approval agency opposed to NIOSH. And so at times like this, we may need to look at these types of products, review the data and see that they are comparable and can be used to offer the same level of protection as an N95 for those particular hazards.
0: Can you use expired masks or reuse personal non-expired ones?
1: Yeah, so this question um, is, we've been getting this lately quite a bit, because, you know, so a lot of healthcare facilities, um, as part of their plan to prepare for an outbreak or a pandemic, they stockpiled large amounts of disposable respirators. But over the years, these products expired. What you need to understand is sort of the, the manufacturer puts expiry dates on these products because they have components made out of rubber and foam. And over time, those components can deteriorate or potentially break. Uh, And if this is the case, uh, it may not offer the same level of protection as it was intended for. Also, the filter material on some brands is electrostatically charged. And over the years, the mass will lose that electrostatically charge. So we really need to go to the manufacturer and their recommendations if it can be used. And and that equipment needs to be inspected prior to use, just to ensure that it hasn't deteriorated at all and that it will still offer the same level of protection.
0: Tony, many companies have donated their supply of masks to healthcare facilities. Why is the need so important in hospitals for these masks as opposed to uh, within the general public?
1: Yeah, so, so right now, as I mentioned before, this huge unprecedented demand, um, I think it's very important that we prioritize where these masks go. Um, and, and the manufacturers right now are doing that and distributors, they are, Really trying to keep the flow going to uh, you know medical workers uh, in healthcare and also our emergency frontline staff. And, and so we are seeing that you know some private companies and
0: organizations
1: are donating their N95s that they have to these healthcare facilities for them to use.
0: There's been some debate uh, around usage by by the general public. Is there anything you can say on that front, uh, the need for uh, safety professional usage versus the general public?
1: Yes. So so currently, um, with the current outbreak with with COVID-19, Health Canada is not recommending that the the general public use masks for protection. And they do recommend, you know, maintaining that social distancing of uh, six feet or two meters. And, And one of the problems with using masks for the general public is, Uh, You really need to have procedures in place as far as change out goes. They do need to be frequently changed out. And there's always the risk that when you're um, putting that mask on, uh, you may touch your face, right? Which could be an issue of if you have potentially contaminant on your hand, now you touch your mouth or touch your face and that's a way that it can enter your body. And if you're reusing a mask, for example, there's the hazard of you taking the mask off, now putting it onto something, transferring those contaminants there and then also handling it again to then put it back on properly so that's just one of the issues um, with wearing masks so you do need to have those sort of procedures in place for properly taking it off and on so the second part of your question was it um, towards uh frontline employees so there may be scenarios where you know there's other workplaces where you have uh, workers working in close proximity where they possibly can't maintain that social distancing or they're working in front of the general public, you know, these may be times where you might want to consider um, using a mask for protection. Uh, it, not so much an N95 respirator, but just a surgical mask should suffice.
0: For for companies who may find themselves uh, in a shortage of this type of PPE, uh, is there any recommendations you could, uh, you could share about finding that supply?
1: Yeah, so currently right now we may need to look, as I was mentioning before, to alternate vendors from, you know, in in different locations. So certain companies like Levitt Safety is sourcing product that may meet other approval agencies from around the world, like we were talking about earlier, the KN95. So this may need to be time where we'll need to look at, you know, other types of product to to provide protection in these times if we're having issues being able to source our, our preferred gear.
0: What can OHS professionals and the general public do to assist in the current pandemic when it comes to N95 masks and other PPE?
1: I think uh, with the current pandemic, definitely so, so important I got to mention is just, uh, you know, maintaining that social distancing, you know, best practices with hand hygiene, continually washing your hands uh, when it comes to, you know, your equipment and your PPE, you know, always maintaining you know, a proper cleaning procedures of that, especially with any equipment that might be shared. With multiple employees, I really want to ensure everything is properly clean and sanitized uh, in between use. And also, this might be a time where, if you don't require, you know, the use of your disposable N95 respirators, this may be a time that you leave that that supply if if you had, do have the ability to get some for the uh, emergency workers and healthcare network.
0: Excellent. Tony, before I let you go, is there anything more that you want you might want to share about the N95 that might be relevant to health and safety professionals?
1: Yeah, and, and so I think uh, one thing that I, I didn't touch on is fit testing of the N95 masks and, and training and ensure that they're, they're worn properly is very important to ensure that they provide the proper level of protection. So you know in in healthcare facilities, in hospitals, they do some pretty robust training and fit testing to ensure that for these masks to work, they need to be on properly and you need to have the right size. So so doing proper fit testing and training uh, is very important to ensure that they provide the proper level of protection.
0: Tony, thank you uh, again for joining me today, and I appreciate you sharing your expertise. Thanks for having me. Thank you for tuning in to Safe Zone, the podcast by OHS Canada. To hear more of our episodes or to find the latest workplace safety headlines from across the country, visit OHSCanada.com.